Hey everyone, welcome to Leading Like Her. My name is Erin, and I'll be sharing with you my successes, failures, humor, and lessons that I've learned in my 15 years as an operations leader. Leadership can be tough, and my goal is to make you feel like you are not alone. So come with me as we learn and grow together. I'm not competing against you, I'm rooting for us. Leadership is a muscle that needs to be flexed. So show me those guns, girl, and let's get started. What's up? Hello, everybody. All right, today is story time. (laughs) And with a moral at the end, of course, there's always a lesson. Come on now, I wouldn't leave you without a lesson. But I wanted to share with you my experience traveling to 29029. So a few weeks ago, I shared with you like the profound, like life-changing experience that 29029 was for me. And if you haven't listened to that episode, 29029 is the vertical elevation of Mount Everest, 29,029 feet. And I attempted, attempted to climb the equivalent elevation of Mount Everest on a different mouse mountain, actually in Whistler, Canada. And if you haven't listened to it, I believe it was two weeks ago, I highly recommend you listen to it because that experience just wholeheartedly changed my life. However, getting to 29029 was an adventure in and of itself. And that's what I want to talk about today because holy crap, like there's so many ways this could have gone. But I really want to start out with how excited I was to start this event. I had been looking forward to this event for months, right? Months, you guys. You guys remember me talking about this on the show like a year ago. Like, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it like first or second episode of the podcast, that like this is the thing that I was doing. I was so excited. And when it finally came time to go, like I was up the whole night and The event is from Friday at 6 a.m. to Saturday at 6 p.m. That's the hiking time that you get to climb the equivalent elevation of Mount Everest. It's pretty strenuous. It's pretty intense. That Thursday beforehand is really when, like, the event actually starts. That's when you check in. You get to meet everybody. They have some motivational speakers. They've got this carby, carby dinner. It was delicious, the garlic bread. We'll think about for a while. But you have to be there Thursday morning, basically. And I was doing the event with one of my best friends from college. Her name is Kelly Rage. She is an intense human being. Basically, every story that I have in college, starting from freshman year all the way through, that has like a, like, how are we still alive type overlay onto the story involves Kelly. Okay. Kelly is an adventurer. She lives life to the fullest. And she didn't hesitate when I was like, hey, do you want to do this thing that costs a lot of money and will make us do this in crazy physical thing? And she had just given birth to a child. And she was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like crazy human being, right? So she came with me. So I had decided that I was going to fly from Indianapolis to Vancouver on Tuesday before the event, okay? And Kelly was going to meet me on Wednesday and then we were going to drive up to Whistler Mountain together. But because of all of the different flight arrangements, you know, I was looking on Expedia and United, Alaska, whatever, like all of the ways to get from 
Indianapolis to Vancouver were like insanely inspect, ex, bleh, insanely, ins, insanely expensive or insanely long. And I didn't want to do either of that. And so I started thinking about whether or not I should fly out of Chicago. Chicago is a three hour drive from Indy. It's not ideal, but looking at the flights, it would save me like five, $600. And it was a nonstop flight. So that means no layover, no risk of missing a flight. I was like, you know what? It sucks, but it's going to be worth it. So I decide to book a flight from Chicago O'Hare to Vancouver for the weekend of 29029. I booked this like two months in advance. Okay. So the day finally gets here. I'm super excited, but I know that I have a three hour drive ahead of me and I am worse than any father on the planet when it comes to getting to the airport early. I, I'm fly, I fly, I have a two hour flight from Indy to Newark and I'm at the airport three hours early. Like that's just my brain, like my anxious brain can't handle being late to anything. And all of my friends will tell you, I'm the first one. If we make plans at five o'clock, I am there at four 30. <laughs> I am just that person. And so I'm like, okay, my flight's at 6.20 p.m. That means I need to get to the airport by 3.20 p.m. It's a three-hour drive. That means I need to leave around noon because bathroom breaks and snacks, right? So I'm going to leave about noon. So I get up at 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm, like, super excited, have my breakfast, power clean my house. My house is super clean, did all my laundry. Like, I was like, I'm going to come home, do my clean house, clean sheets. Like, this is going to be great. And, I, and I'm like, I need to check in my, for my flight. And so I go to check in for my flight and I get this message that my, I'm unable to check in for my flight at this time. And I'm like, huh, like, that's kind of weird. But I was like, you know what? Like it's international and I haven't flown international since before the pandemic. So I'm like, I'm assuming they want vaccine cards and all this stuff. So I'm like, they probably just want me to check in at the desk. Right. And so, but like this little splinter in my brain is like, Oh, maybe you should go early. Maybe you should go early. Right. And I know I need to check a bag because as I found out, hiking poles cannot be brought on via carry on. Apparently hiking poles are considered a weapon. Who knew? Now I do. Now you do. Congratulations. <laughs> so, and, and again, anxious brain. So by 11, 1130, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get the car. I'm going to go. Worst case scenario, I have um, an Amex Platinum card, so I get access to lounges. And so I'm just going to find a lounge. I'll relax if everything's fine. So I make the three-hour drive up to Chicago. It was a beautiful day, beautiful Tuesday. I hit no traffic. I stopped like twice for bathroom breaks and snacks. I get up to, I get like halfway through my drive and Waze kept saying like, I left at 11. Waze said I would get to O'Hare at like 2.05. All of a sudden I looked down at Waze and Waze is like, your arrival time is now 1.05. It took me longer than I care to admit to realize that we just crossed into a different time zone. <laughs> you guys, I forgot that like Indy's in central, Indy, Indy is in Eastern time. Chicago is in central time. I just gained a whole nother hour. I'm an hour earlier than even I thought I had to be. <laughs> to get to the airport because I completely forgot that Chicago is in central time. So 
I mean, thank God I was going backwards in time, right? Could you imagine the other way around and you losing an hour? Like, for anybody that cuts it close, like, just beware. Just beware if you're crossing into time zones. This is your friendly neighborhood podcaster reminding you to make sure that your local airport isn't in a different time zone than you are, because holy shit. So I get to the airport, like, insanely, insanely early, and I... It's like 1.15, 1.30, and I, I go up. So I booked this flight through United, but they partner with Air Canada. And the flight was actually flown by Air Canada. And so I go up to the Air Canada check-in desk, and I'm like, hey, like I wasn't able to check in online. I'm assuming it's because I have a check bag and it's international. And she's like, sure, no problem. And she clicks on her computer, and she's like, I don't see your name on this flight. And I'm like, that's really weird. I said, no, I'm booked for Tuesday. That should be, I should be on this flight. And so I pull up my own reservation. You guys, I booked my flight for the wrong weekend. <laughs> I have been looking forward to this event for a year. <laughs> and I booked my flight for the wrong weekend. Oh my God. I think what happened is that I have a wedding that I'm going to in Seattle in a few weeks that I was also looking at around the same time that I booked the flight for Everest. And I think I left those dates in the like search criteria as I was going back and forth. Cause that was the weekend that it ended up being booked for. And so my stomach just dropped out from under me <laughs> and I said a couple choice words and the poor woman at Air Canada is like, we can't really help you because you booked through United. You're going to have to call United. And if anybody has ever dealt with an airline for a mishap, it's like roulette, whether or not you're going to have a good experience or not. And so I call United. Luckily I got through right away had this wonderful woman. I can't even remember what her name is. I wish I could because I'd shout her out. She was like, okay, well, you know, you have this flight in a few weeks. You want to change it? And I said, yes, I have to get to Vancouver and I have to get there today. I just spent a ton of money to do this event where I climb a mountain and I need to climb a mountain and I don't know how to get there unless you were able to change this flight for me. And I think there's room on the flight, but I'm not really sure. And, and just kind of like freaked the F out on her. And, uh, I'm pretty sure she felt bad for me, but she was like, no, like we're going to be able to fix it. It ended up being not a, not a ton of money to change it. And we were able to get it fixed. Thank God. And it got me on that flight. But one of the things that I kind of took away from that is like one double check your reservations. If you have any flights coming up in the next say two, three months that you've already booked, do yourself a favor today and go through your emails and just make sure that your flights are booked for the right day. I've never done that. I have always double, triple checked my dates. I don't know how I did this, but there's a first time for everything. So check your freaking dates. So second thing. So I get through security, you know, flights booked, everything's good. I check in, I check my bag and I wait. Cause again, I'm there four hours before this flight is due to take off. And I wait and I wait and I wait. And finally it's time to go down to the gate and I go down to the gate and I have this app, it's called Flight Aware. If you haven't 
downloaded Flight Aware. I highly recommend it because it'll show you the status of your flight, the status of any flight that your friends are taking. It also shows where your plane is coming from. So because I had a 6 p.m. flight, I could track the plane that I was going to be on from its uh, original destination. So I knew that I had a plane coming out of Toronto, flying into Chicago. I watched the flight take off from Toronto. I watched it fly to Chicago and right around the middle of Indiana, it started to circle. And the reason it started to circle is because there was a weather system coming through Chicago and we had about a 30 minute thunderstorm. That 30 minutes thunderstorm caused my inbound flight from Toronto to turn around and go back to Toronto. And really long story short, really long story short, they ended up canceling my flight. So the flight that I originally wasn't on, that I then paid to be rescheduled onto on Tuesday night was then canceled, (laughs) right? And again, here I am left with no way to get to Vancouver. And here's the difference though. The first issue, the, the issue of me not being booked on the correct flight, that was something within my control, right? That was something that I could work around and figure out a way to get around. The second time, so the flight being canceled due to weather, that wasn't something that was within my control. There was no way for me to be able to persuade or, you know, push somebody into me getting on that plane because that plane wasn't there. And I think there's a, you have to understand the difference, you know, in any situation, in leadership, in life, in relationships, what's within your control and what's not in your control. And I think the Air Canada crew did an amazing job at the gate trying to get us all rebooked as quickly as possible. Um, I ended up on the phone with United again for the second time, and they were able to rebook me on a later flight that day that got out, and I was able to successfully make it to Vancouver, um, albeit after like 23 hours of being awake. And I was delirious and exhausted and hungry by the time I got to the hotel in Vancouver, but I made it there. And I'm a firm believer in you need to be able to watch your blood pressure when things don't go your way and understand that sometimes the universe takes the wheel. Jesus takes the wheel, whatever you believe in, like you need to make sure that what you can control you do and what you can't control you breathe away and trust that everything is going to be all right. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't, but either way, you can't control it. So why are you getting so worked up over it? And it it just was, it was a hilarious day between not understanding the time zone, not making sure that my flight was booked on the right day, waiting for four hours only to get my flight canceled due to weather, to running through the airport to try to make this other flight, which by the way, because I had checked a bag, I had to go down to baggage claim, leave security, go to baggage claim, grab my flight or ba- grab my baggage from the flight was canceled, run, recheck my baggage in another terminal to get on the new flight. It was just, <laughs> it was an adventure, right? But it's part of the experience. And if I had let that stress and that anxiety bleed into the rest of the weekend, I don't know if I would have gotten as much out of it as I did. If I had used that as an omen, like this, the rest of this weekend is going to suck because it took such a long time to get here. Like 
there's nothing good comes out of that. Right. And so the adventure that I had in getting to Vancouver and experience 29029 was in itself a lesson of going with the flow a little bit and letting myself enjoy the experience of being on vacation, right? Any day that you're taking time to yourself and giving yourself some love is a good day. And all of the kind of hiccups that happen in between shouldn't affect your day-to-day mood or attitude, right? So that's today's lesson. Go with the flow a little bit. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at the circumstances. Make sure that it's a funny story later, just like this one was, right? And uh, and if you do have a funny story, if you do have kind of a crazy, like, you're not going to believe this story, I'd love to hear it. Shoot me a DM, at leading like her, and let's giggle about it together because... I, I love that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you go with the flow. I hope that your blood pressure stays healthy and where it should be. And I will talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for growing with me at Leading Like Her. If you enjoyed the show, go tell a girlfriend about it. No, like seriously, like right now, go tell a girlfriend about it. And make sure to follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at leading like her. And remember, I'm rooting for us. Talk to you soon.